Welcome back to the best thing you watched this week. Chris from Movies and Munchies is trying to breathe over there, and Ruben from the Ruby Tuesday is trying to lose weight by sitting for the next three hours. So we're going to be talking about the best thing we watched this week. Our normal formula is Chris will do a, a, a movie quiz. And he will mention who won last week's and then he'll give us some more. I'll ask a stupid question. Then we'll get into what is the best thing that we saw this week. And I will talk about anime at the end of that. We do an over 9,000 segment. Uh, if I've seen any good anime, we talk about it in that segment. And then in our audio podcast exclusive, wherever you listen to podcasts, audio version, we are going to be talking about a movie we both haven't seen this week. We're also going to be talking about something that didn't quite make our list as being the best or maybe mm -hmm. is actually just crap. And then mm -hmm. entertainment news and what we're looking forward to in the coming week, uh, which is going to be fun because we're getting into that Christmas season now. So uh, it, it's just fun, interesting titles that I, I'm looking forward to rewatching and talking about again. And then, of yeah. course, our Patreon, which is called The Bearded Ones, starts at a pound. This week we are talking about a series that's been out before, but not a lot of people talk about it. It's a Norwegian series mm -hmm. called Blood Ride. Um, and we have, I think, 75 videos in the Patreon at the moment, wow. maybe more. We have a nice community. I think we've got eight to 10 people there in the Patreon on various different tiers and everybody kind of gets stuck in is what they want us to talk about. We do various skits like, uh, we will do, what have we done, Chris? We've done, uh, pie in the face, I'm trying to guess who make each other laugh we've done that that's a lot yep, of fun yep 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 we've done movie quizzes we've also done uh like charades y yes yeah we've talked Mo <laughs> movie posters yeah um yeah, just random reviews also yep, yep. um stuff that sometimes we don't things. cover during the week that we'll put on the patreon so there really is a lot there so if you enjoy what we get here then you're going to get more of it there, but just starting at one pound. So uh, thank you for your support, however you support us, whether it's here in the audio, in the Patreon. We love you guys. Yes. Let's get stuck into this week. Chris. Cool. How are you, my dude? <laughs> I'm I'm better now that I've finished my coughing, at least uh, at the beginning. Okay. That was that's just that's how my son says hello to his friends. Hey, my dude. <laughs> how are you, my dude? <laughs> <laughs> and playing, okay, cool. That well, isn't that what what's his name? I I want to call him Argyle, Skater and I don't dude. know if that's actually his name. Uh, from Stranger Things, my dudes, my dudes, Nolly, <laughs> what's up, my dudes? <laughs> Do not deny before you try. Uh, and pineapple still does not go on pizza. Uh, I disagree but, with that wholeheartedly. Well. Uh, you're allowed to be wrong. That's how I am that allowed works. to be wrong, as are you. This could go on for a while. <laughs> that could be. Okay. Um, so let's dive into the movie quote quiz, shall we? Uh, last week, we only had one winner. I don't know if that means that it was just too difficult or nobody cared. So <laughs> one of the two. Um, <laughs> I but think congratulations. nobody cared. What? Nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> to Chris, <laughs> Chris Retzlaff, got all three. Uh, the theme was Emma Stone. Uh, the quotes were The Help, Easy A, and mm. The Crudes. Oh. Ah, oh, The Crudes. <laughs> Definitely stumped me. It's been so long mm. since I've seen that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I haven't... I don't know if I've seen the second one or not. I don't think I... I don't know if I ever not. 
<laughs> anyway, I enjoyed the first one though. I, I was actually surprised by it. Okay. So if I remember correctly, that nice. it was it was fun and cute. So uh, and has Nicolas Cage in it. So there you go. Yes, he's great. And, and well, voice work and Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, it's he's a good cast or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, this week though, another theme. Uh, three quotes. Uh, give us the uh, the names of them in the comments. We'll give you a shout out next week. Also, give a little bit of space so that people have a fair chance mm. to guess. Yeah, try not. But to here spoil. we go. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Okay, number one. My such splendid similarities. Now, from the looks of the things, I'll have the lady come in with some more hot water. Hmm. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. And number two. Because I, I can't. I had an experience. I can't prove it. I can't even explain it. But everything that I know as a human being, everything that I am, tells me that it was real. Mm. Evita. Yes. Mm. You are just on a roll just today. Knocking it out of the box. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. You see a lot, Doctor. But are you strong enough to point that high-powered perception at yourself? Mm. Gremlins. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to save it for you to figure out the theme, but uh, Ruben gave us all of the answers, so nobody has to get... <laughs> just, I, I love just the... I'm going to name the first movie that comes first, to my head. Whatever is in there. is uh, You'll get a little insight into Ruben's mind. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I don't know where Evita came from, though. That it's, it, That's solidified in my mind for... My worst, my 18th birthday, my parents took me to watch Evita. Remember we were talking about our worst musical experiences? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why did, why, why? I don't know. They wanted to torture me. Just to tell you how okay. sucky life can be. Yeah. Watch this movie on your 18th birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> happier things then. Hopefully, Ruben, what's your question for us? All right. Okay. I actually got something interesting for you guys this week. So, all right, there are 10 sounds I'm going to make. You have to name what movie or TV series they come from. Oh, my um, gosh. It's not just sounds. I'm going to do a little hum, a, to a toot. Uh, for example, this one's easy. Uh, if you get all 10, I'll give you a special mention. In fact, if you get all 10 in the comments, I will watch or uh, I'll review a movie you want me to review. Okay. So I'm just putting that out there. If you get, you manage to get all 10, uh, even you, Chris, but I don't know that you're going to get all 10s. <laughs> I am uh, going to so stack the deck. I'm going to figure it out and then comment and then tell make, everybody what the answers yeah, make, are so that you have make, to watch all watch, stuff. watch, like, here's 1,500 movies you have to watch. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> okay, go for it. Yeah, it's number one. This is easy. So just kind of an example getting you into it. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, you got that? Yeah. Got that. Yeah. All right. Number two. <laughs> okay. Yes? You got it? No. No. Okay. I have Let me no try idea. again. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. No. Okay. Don't ruin it for everybody else. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You've taken Sorry. them down the wrong track. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Okay, that's number two. Okay. Uh, uh, number three. <clears throat> Nice. Yeah, I am glad you enjoyed that musical. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's number three. Number four. 
no, going to number four now. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, Chris is Chris knows this one. Okay, number five. Okay, that's five. Number six. <laughs> we were singing that a couple weeks ago at, okay. at my house yeah <laughs> that's awesome okay number seven no Okay. Number nine. This one should be easy for everyone. Okay. And the final one, number 10. <clears throat> Wait, how does this go again? Yeah, damn it. <laughs> uh, 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 no, no, that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> I gotta get this right. Otherwise, you're gonna be so confused. All right, let's try this again. Uh, <clears throat> Ten. I'm just keeping everybody in in, in anticipation yeah. as I'm uh, reminding myself what the thing is by <laughs> typing it into YouTube and then waiting for the ad for the ad yes. to yes. click over. And now are they just, forced ads or are they skippable? <laughs> They're forced ads. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Okay. Ready? Do Okay. Cool. That's all ten. All right, guys. Competition is set. A little tricky there in some of the middle ones, especially the early eighty ones, like. Some people will be like, what the hell is that theme tune? It might be like in the back of your mind. Like, I've heard that somewhere. Didn't my parents used to watch that? Depending on your age range. Uh, yeah, I was so, like, wait a minute. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my were like Friday nights watching some of those classic. There's a mixture there from movies yes. to TV series to animation. So I hope you enjoy that. Let's get that stuck nice. to the uh, <laughs> best thing we watched this week. Cool. Right. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I want to go first. Okay. <laughs> uh, g- give it to me because I wanted to talk about something you mentioned last week. Oh, what did I? What did I mention last you week? You told us that Goosebumps was good. 
<laughs> then yes. we started watching Goosebumps, uh, my wife and I, and we ended up watching all 10 episodes because the 10th oh. one is out now. So we've seen nice. the whole first season. And I got to say, uh, we had such a blast with this. This is uh, definitely an introduction to horror for like middle teens, right? This is like the perfect because it's not too scary, which is just going to creep them out. But it's scary enough to be really enjoyable kind mm-hmm. of like the right scariness for my wife like so this is this is her tempo but it also had a really good story which i think i really like because even goosebumps storylines they can be really kiddified you, mm-hmm. you go back to the there some of those original ones it was the demographic was definitely younger this one is a much more adult story or like older adult story so uh not like old people but you're not going to be aiming for a young generation with this there's a bunch of cg in this that's uh, a guy's on fire turning into skeletons demon dogs you know you you name it you, you you've got it in here and it the cg for the most part does look good although the demon dog i did laugh at because he's got like these weird fang teeth things and i was just cracking <laughs> up um, not working too well huh <laughs> yeah that's, like, that's weird uh, but for the most part, the special effects are really good. But what works is the combination of, it's not just the, I would say the older teens, what they're 17, 18, I think. Yeah, that, like the high school. They're about to go to university, they're about to finish mm-hmm. up, and then you got these parents. And it all stems from what uh, the parents did, and uh, the sins of the parents fall to the kids. And I really liked where this series goes, except there's like, episode eight feels like a complete wrap-up of the story like it could end there yeah really but nine and ten i feel like it's setting up for season two sort of because Hmm. you think it's going one way and then you realize they're doing more backstory um how much does it show have you seen the trailer no i haven't because i don't know what i can talk about but you've definitely seen the first like five six uh two maybe three Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, I know. I, I, I need to finish it. And I'm, I just okay. So you've yet. seen, okay. There's a lot of goosebumps stuff in here. So even though you have those individual stories of like what's happening to each kid, there's like yeah. a goosebumps, but the major arc is about this, uh, puppet. Uh, you've seen that bit? Uh, not for this one, but I know from the Jack Black movie. Okay, cool. The puppet was in there also. Yeah, yeah. So we have a puppet and we get to know a background origin story for the puppet in episode eight or nine. Like it oh, comes wow. way okay. late. Uh, but the the conclusion and the wrap up is really clever, really entertaining. I haven't binge watched a series this fast so quickly in a long time. It was a weird combination of things we were watching because we were watching this and we're watching Shining Veil season one because Shining Veil season two is out. Uh, and we've watched now up to episode five at the end of uh, Shining Veil. And we've enjoyed both. Shining Veil's definitely gotten scarier in season two. Mm. Um, okay. A really creepy like stuff in season two. I would say season one was more like the comedy of things going wrong. Shining Veil is a, this is a nice combination. If you're looking for like scoop, uh, scoopy, <laughs> what am I saying? Not Scooby-Doo stuff. Scary spooky? stuff? Spooky. Thank you. Spooky stuff. Sco- <laughs> okay. sc- if you're looking for Scoopy stuff, <laughs> Spooky stuff. My goodness. Yeah, <laughs> Scoopy stuff. Like, just scoop it out. Spooky yeah. stuff. This is a nice combination uh, to have. I watched the first couple of episodes of The Shining Veil a while ago. Forgot about it. 
Okay. Because we had so much else to watch. Came back with this, and uh, my wife watched it with me, and we scared the crap out of each other a number of times. Because they do a few jump scares that's just hell annoying. You'll be ending the episode, and then there'll be like something to jump out of you that's scary. And then there'll be a thing that'll be behind the thing that jumps out at you, like a double <laughs> scare jump. You're like, nice. Come on. <laughs> that's creative. Right uh, but there. season two has really broadened uh, or widened the mm. arc of the story. So we knew stuff was going on with the mom and the house. Feels yeah. like like there's there's past presence and ghosts. And, you know, we're not sure whether there's a past about the mom. Either she's uh, mentally unstable, like her mother is, or there, she actually is possessed. Like, what she's seeing, is it real or not? And it plays with that for the whole of the first season. Season two continues to play with that. But it, I think we're at the place where, like, no, there's definitely supernatural stuff going on. And because now we're getting into stuff that's happening with the, the people around the town as they start getting involved. And oh, really? I think I figured out what's actually happening. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Like, it's like, I hope they go that way. So Okay. And kind of done two and one there. Shining Veil season one and two and Goosebumps. A lot of fun. Nice. Mm. Nice. Have you seen any of those, Chris? I mean, you've seen Goosebumps, I, but three episodes? I've seen, yeah, I've seen a little bit of Goosebumps. And I started out with watching Shining Veil and... You weren't feeling it. I was, I was not clicking with it at all. Um, I only watched four... Mm maybe five episodes of season one. Okay. And it just, I was more, I was more annoyed, I think. And just like, it wasn't funny to me. First off, mm. it was from what I remember I was, and then it was just kind of, I don't know. I couldn't, I wasn't clicking with whatever it was trying to do. Mm. Uh, I, yeah, I think, am I think happy it was though that it gets good better. that I gave it some space. And yeah, now that I come back, mm. it helps that they're only half an hour episodes. So, uh, I think that might have been part of it also oh. where, because it's weekly, right? Right. It's a weekly. Re and so that was, I mean, I, you know, you, <laughs> it's 30 minutes is not very memorable unless it's like just absolutely horrifying or shocking or riveting or something, you know, but eh. so, okay. Yeah. It got Maybe a lot I'll better. Go back to it. Yeah. We'll see. No, you won't, but it did. It got a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I probably not, um, which is sad because I like Greg Kinnear. Yeah. I like Courtney Cox. Yeah. They um, get to really play a lot because they experience a lot um, emotionally in their relationship, mm. in spiritual sort of form, and what they're having to deal with. The, the kids get a lot of uh, extra interesting concepts that they have to deal with i'm not doing spoilers mm. but like the situations they get placed in to see them how they react to that a lot of fun yeah okay mm. cool cool mm. first up on my list is a series that has just come out mm. um and it is for those of us that were very 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 bummed that a certain series on Netflix had been canceled. Mm. One that was written by a person named Brit and a person named Zal. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about? The guys that did OA? Yeah. Yeah. 
they have come out with a new limited series that is airing on FX and then on Hulu in the mm. U.S. Okay. Uh, probably maybe Disney Plus in the U.K. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the End of the World? It's called, is that it? A, a Murder at the End of the World. Right. And it um, it stars Emma Corrin. Britt Har- Brit Marling is also in it. Right. Which is awesome. Clive Owen. Um, the, so, so what much- you got? How much have you seen of this? Because there's I've two, seen episodes. two episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, they dropped the first two episodes uh, this past week. Yeah. And then they're going to be. It's a weekly release. Now each episode's like forty-five ish minutes, maybe even close to an hour. Right. So it's it's hefty. It's it's very <laughs> it's very Britain's out. So if you have seen their works, then you know the what is it? The sound of my voice. Um, I mean, obviously the OA is the thing that instantly pops into my mind. Mm. Uh, there's been a couple others that I've seen that there's a pace to them. There's a, a, a an undefined intrigue type of thing. There's a you know slight mystery through it. Well, this one is we follow this uh, this person who is she her name is Darby and she became she's kind of a sleuth. And just from, she's very smart and from working with her dad, who's a medical examiner, and then just being inquisitive, she solves a murder and writes a book about it, becomes very well known. And then she's invited by, uh, like a tech guru. So like not even Tom, uh, Tim Cook, cause he. He's more just the head of it. Anyway, <laughs> just think like Steve Jobs, somebody right. who breaks, you know, breaks the, the disrupts everything. He, she's invited with uh, ten other people, something like that, to this this place out in Iceland. Wow. <laughs> it's this hotel that's literally in the middle of nowhere. Wow. I mean, it's just like you got to wonder how in the world would in where how is this going to make money <laughs> other than the rich eccentrics who who can spend, you know, a million dollars on a week stay or something like that. It's probably how it but makes the, money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But while there, a murder happens. Huh. And now she's, um, <clears throat> she's working to figure that out because it's personal to her, to, okay. to uh, Emma Corrin's character of Darby. Right. This one is, we get a great mix of, at least in the first two episodes, of current events happening, but also then flashbacks. Mm. And it really begins to fill in the details of her character, of who she is, uh, through a lot of background, um, right. but not in a way that feels like I'm just getting exposition dump. Mm. I mean, I'm along for this ride and I'm, it's, it's very engaging to watch Darby with how she interacts with her father, which is kind of very standoffish. Um, in cold and detached, she has kind of a boyfriend ish type of thing. Um, she's, uh, what the beginning part of it though, is told from a story from her story, Mm. her novel that she wrote and, um, the way it transitions, it just, I mean, like, good Lord sucked me right in and I'm chomping at the bit to see to see more of this because the mystery is building up wonderfully because mm. they're giving us little clues as we go along, but not anywhere enough to even figure it out. Right. And 
it's only seven episodes. Oh, it's wow. a limited series, limited like a mini series, series type thing. Oh, great. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about they're going to be canceled again. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So we get, it's just really a long movie. Okay. Uh, some very weird eccentric characters because is this, this going is to like a- sate those that are missing the OA? I think. Should you go in expecting similar? No, don't go in expecting like the OA, mm. but. If you are a fan of the OA and that type of storytelling where it is, it's a little vague, yeah. but but also mysterious and uh, just like a lot of things go unsaid or mm. partially said, okay. you know, where you, you're like, you're a little frustrated that they just didn't say it all, but then you also don't want them to say it all because it makes you think a little bit. Mm. That's, that's kind of how this is so far. Yeah, I saw this on there. I really wanted to see it. I, I didn't know whether I should wait until more was out. Uh, um, <laughs> I well, I would wait a little bit only because, like, we watched the first two episodes and I'm like, crap, I I have to wait for some days before the, <laughs> the next one comes out. This uh, is not fair. I don't okay. like this. When's it come out? Is it like, it's, uh, it's a it's, random day, isn't it? It's like it's Tuesday? on uh, Tuesdays at midnight wow. Eastern time. Right. Um, so where I live on the, on the West coast, um, we have it at 9 PM on Mondays. Wow. Okay. Cool. So, nice. yeah. All right. Yeah. So I, I do, I, I'm, I'm digging it so far. Nice. We'll see if they stick at the landing, but yeah, yeah. fun, fun. So this week I went and did another double bill at the cinema. Uh, last week I did that and it was really fun. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to try and do it again. And I started with The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Song, Songbirds, uh, and, Songbirds Snakes. and Snakes. Yeah, longest title ever. But surprisingly, I thought it was very good. I thought it was probably one of the better of the four. I still rank Kate catching fire as the best one and then probably the hunger games with this one at number two and then three and four like in 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 that order that would be my ranking this is a weird film because it's long it's very long it's two hours and 37 minutes um the first two acts are incredible i thought they were so good like well paced well acted very tense building of the snow character you can see Mm -hmm how he's starting to progress into that character. You know, he's going to become there are moments when he makes decisions that you just know, had he made the other decision, he would have like continued to be that nice person. Even the mention in, in his own family members, like you can you, there's good in you. You can choose this like Anakin all over again, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the third act, it's so weird because there's a natural ending to this movie at the end, the end of the second act. And you just feel mm-hmm. like it could totally have ended then. And the third one feels like the movie that we should have had in the first place because it should have all been about Snow and how it became Snow. It feels like there's some stuff that's missing out of the book or perhaps stuff they could have written that would lead him. Because even when we get to the ending, it's still young. We don't reach. There's a whole like middle lifetime where we don't, we don't see. I presume that part of his life is really boring. Uh, <laughs> it's... I mean, well, think, I mean, because of where it ends, where the movie ends, mm. we he's already on that trajectory now. Yeah, he's definitely. So, so we're then 
I guess guessing that that's where he's headed and that's what he's going to Yeah, become. he doesn't really change from that. It's just the progression, you know, of rise in power type of thing. There are some major changes from the book to oh. the movie, though. Uh, okay. Which is weird because some of the stuff that the actor that is President Snow in the other movies, he does to directly talk about what's in the books. So you see him dabbing at his mouth because he bleeds from being poisoned. Um, but they change that in this. That's not the reason why he has the roses. It's not the reason why. Yeah, like it's yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. Uh, mm. I think you would only know that had you read the book. Um, I thought he was fantastic. Like I thought he was really good at showing <laughs> the range of emotion that he has to, from being uh, someone that is born into the life supposedly of the top tier, but he isn't. You know, when you see his body and the state of it and uh the money that they're supposed to have that they don't have he's almost like one of the districts which is a really nice uh like it's a weird juxtaposition to have because he's not one of them but he is almost one of them yes and he's with his best friend who also is trying to help those in the districts like doesn't yes because he came from the districts yeah it's a twisted story oh yeah because yeah he he did he uh yeah, I, there's some stuff that I don't want to talk about because it's, I guess that would like ruin the surprise. Sure. But there was just, there were revelations that made more sense in this, which does actually add a lot of weight to who he becomes later, mm. uh, which I liked. Like you would get to know stuff about his family and where he came from and why he's oh. like that. All of that stuff really played well. There are moments I would have liked to see more of. We had a little bit of a introduction to him as a young, young child. I would have liked more of that. I thought it was really interesting to see just that lifestyle, but probably enough mm-hmm. of what we got. Um, I didn't know there was going to be that much singing. I mean, I should have guessed. It's called the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Really. <laughs> uh, but the, the stuff that we got was excellent and not quite oh, like yeah. what you would expect. It's like gypsy uh yeah yeah, gypsy style almost hillbilly like a a little mixture of that Mm -hmm. and she's excellent i mean she was the was she the little mermaid no she was was in uh west side story ah i feel like i saw in a disney movie but uh, okay um she was excellent like i i thought she was really good in her singing like i Mm -hmm. really believed her she's full of talent uh i liked her not as much as katniss but oh, I can uh-huh. see the the correlation of the the strong rebellious character that they were going for. Uh, look wise, a, a weird aesthetic because it's not quite with that futuristic technology that they have in the Hunger Games in the future. This one, the, the Hunger Games is all like old. It's just an arena. The screens they have is like reminds me of Fallout Four. You know, it's it's, it's like analog but still futuristic compared to what we have. It's a nice mixture, uh, but obviously we know where they go to and how they change things up in the future. It gets really futuristic, and uh, it's, I, had a, I had a lot of fun with this. I wasn't expecting to. I was expecting to enjoy it, but I didn't expect it to it to be as good as a film um, as it is. What, what were your thoughts on, on this, Chris? I, I agree. I mean, Tom Blythe and Rachel Zegler, both, I mean, they mm. were just wonderful and and there were several other wonderful performances as well sure and the thing that kept getting me though is the way that snow is played Mm. because tom blythe has this look to him he's got empathy Mm. but 
he's also very driven to get out of his own circumstance. I mean, he's trying to rise above his... And I didn't mind that because I kind of... I agreed. Like, his family, he's fighting to protect them. That's what I felt like. I was like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I loved it. And I loved loved the fact that I'm sitting there arguing with myself. Yeah, exactly. Dude, you can change. Okay, yes, you're on the right (laughs) path. Like, I don't know where he's going, you know, and what he becomes... And so it was always this, this battle within me, which I loved because it just made me so engaged with who he was and how he was acting, you know, because you would watch him do some really good or honorable things and you're Mm. like, yeah. And then he'll do something that's very, very selfish. (laughs) And you're like, oh man, come on. (laughs) I, I liked to. Um, cause my oldest and I went and saw the, um, to the screening of this and we were talking how, you know, a lot of times when a new, like a sequel or a prequel or whatever, something that comes out as actually a prequel, but it comes out later, you know, yeah. and it's with definition of prequel. Yeah. Um, but sometimes the the people just can't help themselves to put in new stuff because now there's newer technology available in our yeah. world. Yeah. They showed amazing restraint yeah. to keep it very like, no, we can't. No, it's got to be, be able to connect it properly. That's some yeah. of the issues I have with like the new Star Wars. Rogue One's amazing, but it looks so much better than the old Star Wars original. When we see that fight scene with Vader, I mean, that's incredible. But you compare that to the Vader fight scene with Obi-Wan and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. um, There were funny things, I think, in this. I mean, when the games began and they started to um, send in stuff. I'm going to say that. I laughed out loud because it was so unexpected, but (laughs) it fits. Like I was like, oh my gosh, that's genius because that's really how it should be, especially with the explanation. Um, Like you, well, I thought the movie was ending at the end of part two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't because there's, there's that whole change now because had we left it Mm. at the um at the end of part two snow is kind of honorable yeah he's not but that would have been nice right like oh maybe we don't know what happens to him that changes (laughs) see i don't think i wouldn't have been satisfied with that (laughs) i want to see because we've watched this little bit of um internal uh moral dilemmas doesn't take fighting with with him no but and then we get to then we get to part three which first off i mean like i said in my review when they showed and it said part three all of a sudden it reminded me that there's like a chunk more of the movie and i felt the time at that moment i i didn't need those (laughs) you know these little takes you out of things doesn't it yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. it did sometimes i I don't mind these i think that took a it was a disservice of the film for sure yeah, it was because it reminded me of how long the movie was, you know, yeah. I, then I like what's going on in part three and this final act of the movie, but we are moving at breakneck speed Yeah, through this mm-hmm. versus how things were developing in the first two thirds of the movie. So this is and, where 
people were saying, and a lot of people have said this, is like because like of that title card that's kind of pulled you out of it, you suddenly feel the time and you feel oh, yes. another whole act. But then you feel like they've rushed throughout <laughs> yeah. like the change of snow, like the most important part of the film. Surely, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was which was a bummer because I mean you see it take fruition, but it happens like almost in an instant. Yeah, he was good. Like, no, he's evil. He <laughs> was like, dude, wait, wh what? Yeah. So yeah, I I mean I would have at this point I would have preferred another fifteen or twenty minutes. Mm. Like I mean you're you stuck it out this long. Give yeah. us the ending, like really give us the meat. Yeah. 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 Because it's still, I mean, that was interesting in itself of just him now being in the district, the, um, you know, working, but, but also still having that conflict. I, yeah. Mm. I, I really enjoyed the movie though. It's that good, was though. the thing. Yeah. Like, it's very good. Like yeah. I can easily and, watch it again. Yeah. And I want to now revisit the hunger games. Movies. Me too. In now that I know, like the, the connection, the, the, yeah. They're like, okay, I have all that stuff beforehand now, kind of get where he's come from. Mm -hmm. And because you feel like they've done such a good job by connecting the worlds, I think there'll be stuff in the other films that were like, oh, especially with Snow, why he acts that way, why he's doing certain things. Oh, that's exactly. a nice connection. Um, yeah. Viola Davis as Game Master. <laughs> Holy crap. Dude. Dude. <laughs> She must have had a blast playing this role because, man, she plays crazy scientists so good. <laughs> and the cruelness, matter-of-factly, that she says certain things. Yeah. I mean, we we like like chortled because it was just, it was so abrupt and so unexpected. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, she's so, okay. so good. <laughs> just her whole characterization, the, her hair, the, the the colored eyes, the and the way she carries herself and moves, all, all of that with her voice, very good. Yeah, a lot of fun. I think she was playing it like almost overacting a little bit, but that worked for this character as a more embellished, more loud. Uh, you could go soft demeanor with the crazy scientist, but this one she was like musical theater almost sort of character. But she wasn't silly. No. That, you know, I mean, because that, that's a tough line to ride sometimes <laughs> where all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like you're being over the top mm. and it becomes comedic yeah. and loses that biting edge to it. And she was, I would say I she have, was I more, mean, I think she skirted the line very closely to being silly. Uh, yes. But when she's so matter-of-factly evil, it helps bring it back. <laughs> <He's just laughs> yes. Like, All right. Yeah, you're gonna do oh, yeah, that. Yeah, you're gonna. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably the best scenes, or the the ones I had most fun with. It like the the film was almost not about the Hunger Games. It was about everything going on around it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it really was. I mean, I liked the insight, and I liked the way that they were framing the Hunger Games by, um, how it changes it into what we now know within mm. the other films or or the books of how yeah. it's this huge spectacle. You know, how, you know, the capital gets very invested in it. And I, yeah, I thought, I thought that was really good to show us not quite the very beginning, but early enough in it where it's become just blah to everybody yeah. who watches. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
um so what's next in your list um well that was on my list and probably oh. the one that you also saw with your uh with your double feature mm. thanksgiving nice okay um <laughs> we saw this on thursday night right i think yeah opening night here and uh, i was expecting to have fun with it right i'm not necessarily an eli roth fan mm. um and not really yeah yeah i mean he mm. but i figured i was hoping that it was just going to be bloody carnage that's right. you know what i mean i just that was the the expectation it more than delivered that uh, first <laughs> off <laughs> when i when i had um Earlier on Thursday, I had seen like a, an article quoting him or something like that. And Eli Roth, I didn't realize is from Massachusetts, but he had said he wanted to make a movie about mass holes, which made me laugh first off, because I'd never heard that term before. <laughs> That's great. And, <laughs> and he was like, it's a special type of, it's, it's, it's Massachusetts people. It's so I'm, I, and he's like, I am one, so I can say this and everything, which made me laugh. Because, and I know you talked about it in your review, because you guys do not have, first off, you don't have Thanksgiving um, in the UK, and then your Bra Black Friday sales are nothing. Hilarious. Yeah, we have that. Yeah, I saw you, you had this one video there where it's like one dude walking in and the camera's like panning around, you know, and uh, <laughs> we're like, oh my God, the crowds. Oh no. Yeah, yeah no, the, um, while the... <laughs> the crowd at the opening scene in this movie is exaggerated, like in the, the ferocity. There have peop been people that have been trampled to death. Oh man, I've seen some videos it, on YouTube, like, like it's not far off, like, yeah, no, definitely exaggerated, but not far off. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and so which for us in the US, I mean, at least my family, we were all watching it and- we're like that that's horrifying at how close it is you know mm. you're you're poking fun at it and yet you are again writing that line between silly and scary and it was like holy crap this is no like, one's answered so me yet on. i asked the question <clears throat> as why like what? is it really good prices is it worth Not, fighting over uh typically the reason that you have things just like in the movie mm. is that you also get a free thing like, so this, oh. in the movie, you know, they're giving away a waffle maker for oh, the first right. hundred people. Okay. So, <laughs> so you there's something like it. that. Oh my God. <clears throat> okay. Excuse me. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. Like in the U.S., we are very individualistic. Okay. Right. We are not a collective society, right? Um, you know, which especially if you compare us to like Asian um, countries right. where they are very much about the whole versus just the person that is not the case here in the u.s it is every man for themselves uh, every person for themselves um and more often than not no the sales aren't great um it, and they they typically jack up prices on things to then right. give them a false discount mm. uh that's what sometimes there that's what they sometimes do here. there are some, yeah. yeah exactly you know sometimes there are some things i mean mm. there's you know mostly though uh, um well, earlier, like when our kids were really young, my wife and I did a couple of Black Friday sales where we got up at like four 
and went to a couple of places just because like this new toy was coming out All right. and we were going to see if we could get it. <laughs> and it, it was, was, what's the Ani film? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah last action way. hero. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or jingle all the way. Jingle away. Is yeah. that it? Jingle. Yeah. So it, you know, that we were never into that whole, like just, you know, throwing elbows and everything else, but it is crazy to watch sometimes people like just, I mean, it's, it's, it's madness. I mean, it's, it's uh, easy for me to judge because I can see some people that look like they don't have enough money when they go in there. Okay. Just, just by uh -huh. the way they look. Okay. It's, it's easy to yep. judge. And then they come out with like 4k TVs and like, and fighting over it. And I'm like, red, really? Everybody I mean, you guys have Amazon, right? And Amazon is almost yeah. cheaper than most places. <clears throat> I'm not saying buy from Amazon. I'm just saying it's it's weird. Yeah, yeah. No, it it, it yeah. It's a it's a thing. Okay, cool. But, <laughs> but within this movie, okay. Yeah. So it is. It's very um, following. You know the the plot lines of Scream or I know what you did oh, last yeah. summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. both of those for sure. Yeah. Didn't mind that. Um, for me, the largest bummer was, I guessed at the very, very beginning of who it was. And I was me wrong too. because, well, I was wrong at the very, very beginning because right. I thought it was this person. And then right after that, I was like, oh no, it's you. As soon as I saw it, this person, I was like, it's this person. And mm. then the whole way through the movie was like, but it can't be, it can't be that. In fact, when they showed who it was. I was like, really? Because I swear I saw that person in the same scene with somebody else being attacked at the same time. I was like, and you're saying it's this person? That's weird. So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought I I didn't think I saw them, but okay. I definitely yeah. be rewatching it um, for sure. Yeah, because it was it was. I mean, once we get to the kills, the, the first. I mean, the, the Black Friday tragedy is horrifying and it yeah. is filmed so well because yeah. you feel the chaos and <laughs> and you it's know. so eli roth because there's moments there that something happens but then they're like the, the blood and the gore there's this woman's <laughs> head some stuff happens to her i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> what the hell <laughs> yeah yeah you you just went there and like oh ah oh yeah and the fact that they're not noticing i'm like <laughs> the, right right so focused on yeah. their own crap on their own greed yeah <laughs> yes yes oh my gosh um, but then the kills after that that we get the following year when the trap when the the you know the thing starts happening the whole crux of the movie yeah um they <laughs> they were there were a couple where it was like okay that's stupid but i loved it it was I mean, so gnarly like there was one I was trying to work out how it happened. But Is it, it the was, first I, one? Yeah, I think so. There's <laughs> a let's just say there's a lid that shuts, okay? Right. Um and I was like, really? But also my immediate reaction was <gasps> <laughs> Well, and there's there are there's a couple too that are very abrupt, like you don't even you don't ex I didn't expect them, which was outstanding because I'm expecting a kill, mm. but I'm not expecting how it came about and by, and to whom. That right. was the other thing. You know what I mean? And so there was a couple of them. And um, my daughter-in-law had gotten up at one point <laughs> and came back. And oh, did she, she miss it? She, she missed... Um, <sighs> I, I can't even say where it's, what it, what is, it it is. Is it a female one? 
No. Okay. It was a, which that was, ugh, that was, Dude. Uh, there were a couple of those too. Um, but, and we laughed too. I was like, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> it was like, dude, really? You, okay. you, you do um, nothing. <laughs> Game yeah, over, man. Game exactly, over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, there was one in, in, in before that she had missed. Um, it took place outside. Mm. Um, and it was, we were, we were just talking because some of the prosthetics and the, the, the practical effects that were used were just, I mean, it was outstanding. It was so disgusting. And the reason gross. why I think this move, movie works is because we literally you get like 40 minutes of a setup, building the characters, mm -hmm. showing us the beginning, actually giving us some sort of characters. Don't really care about any of the characters, but you know, no, you're setting up about their lives. Like, in fact, some of them you hope they die because Quickly. what they've done yep. is <laughs> they deserve, right? Yes. Uh, and then you get to the Eli Roth moments. Like, so even though he's directing the movie, we're going from a director who's done Cabin Fever, Hostels. Like, he does body horror. Uh, he, he does, uh, I, heard the, I heard the term recently. Who was it that did it? Uh, it's not his term. Some reviewer I watched. What's it called? Uh, like, horror and porn together. Gore porn oh, or something? Porn? Yeah, torture like, porn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that came out, I think, when, when Hostel right was first uh, yeah, <laughs> that term from him. Say, yeah been tossed around yeah yeah and he, he he loves to like mess with body parts not so much to the extent that he didn't hustle thankfully but there was a good chunk of chunk of chunks that he messes with that create a sort of atmosphere that is scary heading towards that sort of sore atmosphere but then you're still having the comedic moments of the kills as well so that it, it elevated it or it lightened it somewhat to make it a just very enjoyable experience. And so I thought, I thought he found the formula that worked. Yes. The, there's a Thanksgiving scene, <laughs> which I, I knew part of it was going to happen, but I didn't know the after effects were going to be shown either. I actually, the... I actually felt a little nauseous in one part there. That there were people that were um, tied up and the stuff and reacting. Then, yeah, I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. No, this was this was a brutal movie, and I totally loved it. Um, Not a fun movie to watch by yourself, by the way. <coughs> I had the whole screen. It was like the second biggest screen in our cinema complex. No one in it. Totally That's by myself. Disappointing. Yeah, because our theater was uh, was pretty full. You see, and I want to so watch this type of movie with people and their reactions. Yeah. That that was what was also sort of fun. Like, you know, I mean, because it, it does say something. And I said this in my review. It says something about you when you laugh at people being exploded or, <laughs> you know, or being people. I found my people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But everybody else was doing it, too. They were laughing along, you know what I mean, and gasping at the whole thing. And Yeah, because I, mean, I so reacted. Was, I went, hey, did you? No. Um, All by myself. Yeah. Which would have been outstanding had I known you were going and the theater was just you. I would have bought a ticket and sat <laughs> in your back, but eyeline. So if oh, you turned, no, you so could see me and have a hat oh, and an axe. That, <laughs> I would have like, hell no. <laughs> I'm not doing any of these movie tropes. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going to do the right I just thing. Come over. I would come over and sit down next to you. And <laughs> And then you can explain to my wife why I died of a heart attack. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I'm kind of bummed that it's it it potentially leaves it open for a sequel. 
I'm not. I want a franchise of this. It's going to be great. And I it potentially like- does and doesn't. Like, you could totally call it, that's the end. E- but I said, I don't think it is. Because for mm. me, I saw a thing with a thing and a thing, yeah. and I thought that's the thing. <laughs> I yeah. can't be more yeah. vague than that. But <laughs> No, I, but I totally know what you're talking about. And I, <laughs> I See, I wouldn't mind more of this type of film. Mm. Let, you know, do oh yeah, like do that do sort a of Christmas theme. one, do yeah. an Easter Christmas, one, do yeah, a, Easter, all of that. There's loads you could do. Yeah, it could be really fun. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, a New Year's party, you know, a St. Patrick's Day where everybody's drunk. Um, See, I had the idea that from here you could create a monster that's really like uh, Jason Voorhees or uh, Michael mm. Myers. You could make it turn it into the supernatural thing where you can't kill them, sort of thing. You could take it now you've established something like even like with freddy right he had to come he came from a human and then there's like some sort of curse and blah 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 and you could take this thing now and make it into that and that would make it even scarier so uh but knowing eli roth the way i i do with his films like part two he just he always goes bigger and more yeah Yeah. gore gore porn deluxe uh but i'm a little bit more happy now that he's like because he's going to be directing borderlands the movie and i was uh-huh. worried about that but uh now that i've seen this i'm like oh okay i can I, yeah. maybe yeah <laughs> let's let's see where this goes <laughs> sure sure yeah. yeah okay uh, yeah uh do you have more on your list before your anime uh, no i only have oh. anime yeah do you have any more i don't i'm trying to figure out if that's an airplane getting ready to crash into our neighborhood or I don't know if you can well, hear it. Make sure it you film it. My end. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hit Just, live stream before you get hit. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those views, Chris. That's what everybody does now, right? Right. Yep. Staged and everything. <laughs> I mean, there was that guy in Thanksgiving on top of the... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just filming everybody for the views. Like, oh, this is... Literally... <sighs> He was like one of the worst characters ever. Like he, I mean, he was just a trash human being. Yeah. And he, no, I wanted him to die first. (laughs) I wanted the mother to die first. (laughs) The stepmom. Oh, she she was terrible. 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 Yeah. That is, that is what's funny is that there were so many like the only thing I I felt about the characters was I don't like you. Yeah, like it you guys. Let's <clears throat> guess who's going to die first, sort of thing. Not who I want to survive. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It was more of, yay, how you going to die? Oh, okay. You know. <laughs> and th- there there were two that that they felt really weird that they were included mm. because they were there. D- that much actually you know i think there was it's weird those characters I, if i think would be considered not good for society in the real world but uh were actually probably the best guys in the film you're probably not talking about the same characters. oh no i think we're i'm talking, talking about, about the guys that had weapons they were kind of the guys you go to for weapons oh. they had the muskets <laughs> I, like I, I thought they were the I, best characters dude nice guys <clears throat> well and when he when he gives 
the the final girl a a thing mm. that is a that is a classy moment yeah. right there yeah. like i mean that is a yeah. wow dude you're actually for actually... for the flaws and everything else that you showcase <laughs> yeah exactly yeah well yeah. gotta have his customers alive so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes uh, speaking of of that duo also the kid who was playing like the bouncer who was selling the the tickets who uh you know that stuff thing i re- i leaned over to my wife and i was like i think that kid is related to steve buscemi oh, i could totally see that yeah <laughs> his look his mannerisms according to imdb though nope not at all really Oh, yeah, wow. just okay. So I was like, "Hmm, okay." Weird. Either that or Blues Brothers. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's over nine. Okay. Okay. Cool. So uh, this week we had the anime Scott Pilgrim Takes Off come out on Netflix, and I watched it. And I can say there's been an outcry on the internet. It has uh, had a very mixed response because it's not based off the movie and it's also not based off the graphic novels it's taken inspiration from both but kind of done its own thing it's expanded the story and and it's very different so people went in with expectations expecting to have one thing and they got another so it's called scott pilgrim takes off but scott pilgrim basically dies at the end of the second episode or at least you think he's not in it for like six episodes it's about his almost girlfriend tracking down the the people whatever like the exes or the story that that has done this and you get a lot more backstory into the exes which is interesting and the fight sequences that you do get is like with the exes but not necessarily with scott we only see scott come in and like i think it's like episode seven and eight was it six, seven, eight? It's like the last three. So the majority of the episodes, he's not in it at all until the end. So is it Ramona Flowers? Yeah. Who's... Yeah. It's, yeah. How, so how does, how, how did you like that? Um, I didn't like it at first. When I first started watching, I was <laughs> okay. like, but I'm here for Scott Pilgrim. Like it's called Scott Pilgrim. Give me Scott Pilgrim. Once I adjusted my mindset, knowing what they were doing with it, then uh-huh. I was like, okay, uh, I love the animation. It's an incredible animated Mm. studio. The fight sequences are great. They use a variety of animation styles and they really go quirky and weird. We have all the the game uh, noises, the game icons, you know, really making it feel like arcadey. Everything that the movie had and the graphic novels had, they put that. But you could almost watch each. You could read the graphic novels, watch the movie and watch the animation and it be their own separate things that you can enjoy. Uh, the thing is, I immediately wanted to watch the movie afterwards. So as much <laughs> as I enjoyed the animation, still yeah. 100% prefer the movie more. Well, uh, the movie is like the most anime yeah. movie that's yeah. not an anime ever. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. 100%. So, yeah. What, can I, I mean... Part of the thing that works in the movie mm. is Scott is such a nobody. He's such a, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> unexpected, right? Yeah. Ramona Flowers is like the badass. Yeah. I mean, that's what attracts him to her. That's what it makes her so intimidating to him, the whole thing. Yeah. So to have her 
as the yeah it loses some of that and it, it okay. also loses some of the, the dialogue doesn't quite have the punch mm. um it, it i think that's probably because Edgar Wright is so good at timing with dialogue yeah. to music to visualization so everything purposely cut like mm-hmm. so although he's involved in this i i think there's other creators so we have all the voice work and the animation studios yeah. back and it, it's fun but doesn't have that punch feeling i'm also okay. not as connected emotionally because the whole story of scott trying to win his lady you yeah. know with the 70 evil it's a nice simple formula uh and he's like there's nobody guy that needs to come and get stronger and in this, in the animation one, he seems to like be like the, one of the best fighters already, even though like it's weird. It's it's hmm. yeah, it's very okay. much changed up. So I can totally see why people were like, no, nah, I don't like not this. Digging, like I get yeah. it. Like I'm not taking this. And you're fair enough. But for everything that doesn't doesn't work, there's a lot of stuff that does work. The animation, like okay. I said, from the studio, incredible studio, brilliantly like visually stunning. Uh, mm. The score and the soundtrack again are fantastic. A lot of like the original from the movie, like "We Are Sex Mabam," that is all back. Um, nice. Did you know? Did you know that uh, what's his face was so good at bass, he had to play it down, dumb it down for the others that had to learn their instruments to become to create that band, the Sex Sex Mabam. Really? Yeah. Th- uh, Michael Sarah, yeah, that. he's so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> they have all those quirky soundtracks, and that really works. But it just made me want to go and watch the movie again. So take that uh, how you will. I may have to go watch the movie again because yeah. it's been a couple of months since I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. I need to watch it again. <laughs> need to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man. Well, that's everything on my list. All right. Well, hey, we are glad that you were sticking with us this far in the podcast. Uh, coming up. In this segment, we are going to be talking about The Wrath of Becky. We're also going to be hitting up a movie or a show that did not make our list. Uh, We will then talk about also entertainment news and some of the things that are coming up this week. Don't forget we have our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebeardedones. One pound gets you in there. Uh, If you could rate and review us wherever you happen to be listening to podcasts, that would be awesome. And head over to YouTube at some point, uh, Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, me, Chris, Movies and Munchies, like, share, subscribe, all that YouTubey junk. Okay, uh, let's let's just dive right into um, The Wrath of Becky. Yeah. Which is... um, How long has it been uh, since you saw the original? um, When it first came out. Right. So that was, what, was that in 2020? Um, during the pandemic, I think, because yeah. I didn't I didn't see it in the theater. Right, um, no, neither did I. Yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah, see this one in the theater either. Yeah, no, this one, it's on, um, what, on demand, demand and stuff. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, so we have, this is, this is a couple years after the events of Becky follows a girl where her, her dad is uh, murdered by neo-Nazis while her whole family, their family is mm. accosted at their vacation home. And um, the best part about the movie, the whole premise, I think, was not so much about the neo-Nazis, even though Kevin James played a somewhat deranged um, bigot. Yeah. The It was the violence that then ensued after that because yes. it was just, that, you know, it was crazy. Up. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had the the what the uh the boat. There's a lawnmower. 
couple other yeah. things in there. Oh, the and great. this one continues on with that. But now we're a couple years after mm. uh, Becky, because her mom had passed away previously. Yeah. Her dad's now dead. She's on her own, basically. Yeah. And the she escapes a violent attack by um, some extremists. They call yes. themselves the noblemen. Uh, yeah. It's very uh, proud boy ish. Oh, sorry. And Ruben's gone again. Disappeared off the screen uh, there. Technology. Okay. So this one has, it has a proud boy esque aesthetic to it because that's who the noblemen are kind of supposed to be like, you know, in the U S the, the bigot uh, extremist group. Mm. And <laughs> that was a little tough to watch, honestly, because it was kind of a little too soon. <laughs> little too on the nose right this um, is like very accurate <laughs> yeah and current so yeah. it's even more d- distressing i guess mm. um i didn't like all of the movie okay i did like some of the movie though right what did you what did you think of the film uh, I first had to go and check on IMDb that it was still Lula Wilson playing Becky because I, I thought she'd look so different. She'd changed quite a bit in just those few years. So I was like, is that still mm. her? Or they did get someone that looks like her. Uh, but happy to see that it you know, was still her. It is her, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Sean William Scott needs to play more of these characters. <laughs> he's, I, I thought it was very good at the, the creepy dude. Um, more yeah, reserved. I, I could see him doing a proper, I mean, he used to do action, but it was like action comedy. Yeah. Uh, this, like I believed him in this role. I thought it was very good compared to the other sort of lackeys that were just generic bad guys with like bad attitudes mm-hmm. for the sake of it. Uh, I like the kills. They were gnarly. Some of them. Uh, I, I agree with the kills because you find out what they're doing and what they're planning. So uh-huh. like at first you're, you're already on board. Like, you're yeah. going to hurt a dog. You're going to hurt. Uh, oh, I was really bored because there's a woman I really liked that was kind of looking after, not looking after, but she had a friendship. Denise Burris yeah. plays Elena. Yeah, I really liked her. Um, she had a, And like stuff happens with her. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So now I'm on board with the revenge plot. Yep. And then I'm even more on board later on. I just think they needed to be more. I think if they were going to double down, I think they needed to do like 2030, like make it ridiculous, stick to the, what she's going to go and become the wrath of Becky. She, you've shown a montage of her training, uh, like keeping up all her, like creating traps and all of that, learning how to defend herself. You know, you need to do the classic video game thing where she takes out two, takes out four, takes out six, and then fights the big bad guy at the end, Sean Williams. That is the formula to this that works. And I I just felt like they were reserved with it. Especially because of the whole setup of uh, the the reason the Proud Boys are gathering is because some representative that they are against because Mm. it's a woman Mm. and she's a minority. And so that's again spot on with how a lot of these people feel but she she's coming for some some speaking engagement or something like that and these bigots are not okay with that and so they're gonna you know do some destruction there and everything else well so we're told that a crap ton of people are coming yeah you're right then at that point it would have been a lot more satisfying i think to i I was expecting like six camper vans and six pickup trucks to arrive on the property 
and then do like a oh there's maybe there's a they you cut to a different location but it's like all in the same location like you could have had a big basement where they're planning things close called a combat her taking them out quietly you know all of that you would have gone okay i don't mind that i have to put my sense of believability because you've already established what type of character she yes. is she's full of wrath and, sh- and now she's strong better than better place than she was in the first film yeah, yeah the, the first potential one was more of this is great <laughs> uh and apparently there is a third coming so they definitely leave that open yeah um you see it in the opening credits of who's in the movie, so this is not a spoiler, but mm. I did find it funny that Kate Siegel is in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, because Lulu Wilson was both in Haunting of Hill House and The Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh. So it was just like, so it's not her first time with, no, with uh, Kate uh, Siegel either. Yeah. So I, um, the kills I thought were, were fun. A few of them were like wonderful, <laughs> uh, you know, the, especially in the, when there's this one redneck in particular and she's talking with him and I thought that exchange was pretty good because she was, um, you know, he, he's begging for his life yeah. and she's talking to him and she asks him a question. Yeah. And oh, it was so funny. You, I cracked up laughing. I was oh, like, yeah. you, could, you could have said anything. Anything. Right? <laughs> but you said that. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So, yeah. So, it was it was fun. I mean, there's a ton of plot protection in this. For sure. Um, yeah. I mean, but again, like you said, you, you put all of that aside because you want the mayhem, right? Yeah. You want the, the craziness. And I think that's where you're absolutely 100% correct that the, the potential mm for awesomeness yeah. was there it's you could have gone complete crazy uh, dale and tucker versus evil yeah uh, had some sort of not quite to the extent of like a john wicks or anything because you would never believe that that no but we want to get to that mayhem at least yeah yeah the carnage and everything because she yeah. sets it up well yeah um and there's a there's a supposed twist which i don't believe is a twist because i think Everybody and their parents and their grandparents and their dog <laughs> knows um, when you first see it, but whatever. Um, but the ending it, is like if they're going to go where I think they're going, where they suggest they're going, uh-huh. it's ridiculous. Like you're like, what? Really? You well, would never. That's where, would you? I don't know. <laughs> and that's where they have to like, I mean, quadruple down. Yes. Right. You then have to go. Then you have to. Yeah balls out yeah just take okay reality is here we're yeah. gonna set it way over here yeah and we're just gonna yeah yeah <laughs> so not a bad one-time watch i don't know if i would watch it again i mean i might maybe every once in a while i guess like background type of thing like i wouldn't sit down to exclusively watch i'd this. watch the third one i don't know if i'd watch it again because if i think about other films that did this better like the hunt you know, <laughs> yes, ten yes. times better. It executes yeah. on the 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 more messier, the bigger, the the, yeah, the fighting. That's true. Yeah, there are films like this that have done it much better. Yeah, agreed, mm. agreed. So anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. Interesting. It's 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 middle. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's I I didn't rewatch the first one. Just no, you know, I. Yeah. 
but I don't, did she break the fourth wall in the first one? Maybe. Okay. Because she's a little bit crazy. So I think breaking the fourth wall was intended to be like, she's, yeah, maybe it's to us, but also she's just a bit mental. Yeah. And I don't mind, I don't mind the breaking of the fourth wall. I just didn't know. I couldn't remember yeah, I, if that had been she, done the first did, time. I think she did, but like maybe right at the end where she looks at the camera and she's got like okay. blood all over her face. And yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, you want to talk about uh, the thing that didn't make our list? Sure. Uh, I'm interested just to know if you've seen this, actually. Have you heard of a film called The Royal Hotel? I have, uh, because it has Julia Garner in it, but I have not seen it. And this is kind of bumming me out that it's on this list. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so Julia Garner, she plays Hannah. you got Jessica Henwick, who plays Liv. Uh, a couple of other people you'll recognize. It's set in the Australian way, way out back. Uh, Julia Garner and Jen Jessica Henwick, they play like these best, best friends, Hannah and Liv, who they're trying to get away from the city. They've kind of run out of money. And okay. the, the their job agency says, we've got one job because it's so late into the season. Uh, it pays well, but it's like in the middle of nowhere. And basically mm. they have to run a bar and be barmaids in a, a town that has miners uh like so it's australian but it's men manly men that just come at night this is the one local place like where they get Oof, beer and alcohol from not and a good it, spot for two single women to be. no no, no. and they like both young pretty single women mm. um and so they go there to try to have fun and escape their past or whatever make some money and then they want to go off to like uh, an island somewhere and spend that money and just relax together that they, you know, they're in that sort of lifestyle where they're like they're making money and then spending it they're like seeing the world sort of thing so the setup for this film is great there's some characters of like even the guys at the bar that are you immediately take a liking to um that you think are going to be potential allies to the two girls and i say allies because there's a tenseness to this film that builds and builds and builds and builds there's a crescendo that the ending is suggesting is going to be massively chaotic uh reminds me of uh, eden lake you know that sort of tenseness where uh -huh. the people uh -huh. around this bar they say jokes that are funny but then are suggestive they say jokes that are not funny but they're laughing at it and the rest of the guys and you're like that's not okay. Um, this film ends up being very preachy. It's got a message that's saying, okay, so all guys suck. There are no redeeming qualities mm. in men whatsoever. Women always have to deal with this sort of behavior. Because w w you get to the point where you think one guy is, is nice, he ends up like not being. So there was no oh. redeeming. There was not one oh. single man in this whole movie uh that to have it balanced a little yeah bit to there's show nothing that, they just mm -hmm. all sucked and they okay. were either rapists murderists or like al alcohol uh alcohol they were just drunk all the time and cared yeah. about yeah alcoholics yeah mm -hmm. um and always on the verge of doing something nasty to women like that's the persona that every single man on this uh there's mm -hmm. one guy that uh looked like was going to be a friend of theirs and uh -huh. um he like ends up protecting one of the women in the in a fight and it's like i told you not to touch her she's mine and you're like <sighs> okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Okay, so the setup for this film is excellent because you know where this film's heading. You know the sure. chaos that's going to ensue, except it doesn't. It builds, it builds, it builds, it builds, what? and then the film ends. Hmm? Nothing happens. <laughs> Seriously. I'm glad I haven't seen it. This that is, is the movie. Is I was so disappointing. shocked. Because I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. Like they've, And they're going to have to fight their ways out of it. It's going to be either yeah. revenge or escape. It's going to get gnarly. <clears throat> you know, and like it's, it's just going to be chaos. The men are going to die. It's going to be gruesome and gory or whatever. That is what this film was setting up. In the outback, two women, a bunch, a bunch of drunk dudes who perhaps yeah. drink one too much. Uh, they're the only two women in and, the you know, they feel they're entitled. You know, that sort of... Yeah. Um, a persona that they've been creating during the whole film and then it ends and i was like okay so this movie was about women trying to protect themselves and all men are, are, are sucky and there was no, no like no outcome there was no nothing it just ended and i was like you know what screw you screw you film <laughs> the more i think about it the more pissed off i get with it <laughs> yeah no doubt to have all build up but no payoff yeah you, you know it's funny because as you're describing it from that description, it, it, other than the, not the negative part of it, just mm. ending and not having any payoff or anything like that. But did you ever see Green Room? Yes. Y where Fantastic. you have this group yeah. of people in a location that are Blu-ray stuck in Patrick Stewart, and that is incredible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that film was so tense. S yeah, and that that has a payoff. So like a band in a room. Yeah. They see something they shouldn't have, then they get asked just to wait, and it just escalates and escalates. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the payoff. Yeah. Yeah. That. So it sounds like kind of a little similar to Royal Hotel, except way, 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 way. It just feels good. like this movie didn't have an ending. It just was like, oh, okay, and that's it. We're um, going home now. Yeah. And when you don't balance your characters, it. It loses, like, I'm okay with the social commentary about talking about, you know, toxic behaviors yeah. and unhealthy, you know, stuff like that. But you can't paint with such a broad stroke. No, because there negates. are sucky men. And out there, I can totally see how you can become alcoholics and sexes because you're surrounded by that all the time. If yeah. there's no one to, like, suggest to you that isn't okay, the thing sure. that it will breed will it will escalate. I get it. But every now mm -hmm. and again, you're going to have other people that come into the community and there should be something to suggest that, oh, look, this is what a normal human man is. And here are some examples of not so good, right? <laughs> yeah, like it would be it would be the same as painting, you know, taking taking the women, the two girls and painting them just as sluts that mm. they are. You know what I mean? They're just gold diggers or whatever you want to call it just out you know and that's not fair either you know to both you need to you need to have the balance there and then your commentary actually holds weight yeah because then it's it's based on something that's a little more I'd be interested if you do true. end up watching because the acting is good and it, the, the setup is good and the story is good and the, the and the, the location you know it's all very visual yeah. it's, it's like it was such a good film until it ended <laughs> Until it wasn't. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, what's on your list? <sighs> A movie that came out on Peacock this okay. week. This week. Okay, so new. Yes, it's called Please Don't Destroy. 
The Treasure of Foggy Mountain. Oh, yes, I had this on my list. I just never got around to it. Um, it It's written by the three guys that star in it, which oh, I don't no. think is necessarily <laughs> a bad thing. Yeah, but it's normally a flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's a comedy where a, these three kids who were kind of outcasts, they became best of friends in school. Mm. They found some thing when they were kids. Mm -hmm. And then as adults who are flailing at life, just, you know, and, and trying to figure things out, but not really successfully, uh, they find out that the thing that they had found as kids will lead them to a supposed treasure that's right. worth like hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay. So, which, okay, you just go, yeah, whatever, fine. Whatever. Um, <laughs> the, the editing in this is good and bad all at the same time. It's very quick at different mm. points. It's also very annoying because you're just slamming things together so that like when somebody's getting up and they're having uh they're having breakfast and there's just like they you can tell that they had like four different jokes that they wanted to try in this mm. and so they put them all in as cuts <laughs> you know? and they're like eh. a lot of it's very forced comedy uh, you have uh why can't i remember his name conan o'brien as one of the kids dads and yeah, I saw that forced Weird. humor again. I mean, mm. he, he has the potential to be really spot on, Yeah, but it, <clears throat> every, this is not a hundred percent trash movie because there are funny moments to it. There are some things that you, you chuckle at, you know, the, the title makes it sound like some kids movie though. Right. No, you no, know, it does. It's a, yeah. The treasure of Foggy Mountain is part of it. That's seriously, that's what you, and I don't know if my guess is that Please Don't Destroy is a skit or a group or something like that, because it, it's weird to have that as the, the title within the subtitle. It's a very odd of, title. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, so treasure of Foggy Mountain <clears throat> would have been better without Please Don't Destroy or just have Please Don't Destroy. Like it, it, it leaves a question like, okay, what? Yeah. Yeah, the it's it's only ninety minutes long. Okay, um, it it wears out its welcome in spots. Oh my gosh! Like Even you know when you minutes. take when they take jokes farther and with the intent of making them either so cringy that they become funny mm. or that that the payoff is there. These a lot of the time you've just made the scene longer and it didn't add to the execution. wonder. If the, the pacing of the film and the style of it is down to the director, because I was looking at the editor and he's done good, good editing. He did 13 Reasons Why, Preacher, Good Boys, mm. The Sandman, Bros, like decent editor. So the footage he had to was either he was asked to edit in a certain way or he had edited and then the director's like, no, it needs to be punchier. Let's add another, you know, cut in there. The it could be could very well be yeah i mean the guy the guy that directed this probably the most things that he's done is directing segments on saturday night live uh, yeah this that which, reeks of that then yeah which actually yeah you know what it really does it feels 
like a lot of skits that are then smashed together to tell like a larger story. Hmm. Um, and you can tell what they're trying to do. Yeah. And, and there is stuff there, but it just, (laughs) it's, it's not nearly as clever, funny. Um, it's very juvenile humor, which Mm. is okay to a point, but then it gets tiresome. And so I just, I was like, I stuck it out because I was hoping that it was just going to get better. Right. And it never but really it did. Oh, no. Dear. So, yeah. There you go. All right. Okay. Cool. So two movies that you may want to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, think I, I won't definitely, I definitely won't watch that. Yeah, don't. Okay. Um, we'll hit on some news now. Hmm. Um, this one is, is stupid and I think it might become a trend maybe. Okay. Shadow and Bone on Netflix has been canceled by Netflix after just two seasons. Yeah. Uh, which they also just released a game for, which I don't understand that either, which also means Six of Crows is not going to happen. The spinoff series. Yeah. Here's the thing though. Netflix is blaming the writer's strike for the cancellation. Yeah. I jog on. I don't believe that for a second. Netflix was part of the problem and part of the reason for the writer strike, not the yeah. writers. It's not that, that is not the reason. It's not utter it's, BS. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, um, Ridley uh-huh. Scott. Let's talk about Ridley Scott. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he says they're Superhero films, they're fucking boring as shit. Their scripts are not any fucking good. They're superhero movies. So why don't they have better stories? They're mostly saved by special effects. Why do they keep... Why do they keep doing this? Because it's Because they make money. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Well, and... I mean, stop asking these directors what they like or don't like about superhero movies just move uh, what's on that, what's that got to do with them like it, it doesn't matter let them do their own movies if they don't have to like every genre that's okay no exactly also Ridley Scott shouldn't be commenting on other people's films or other genres really it's like yeah, just do your own thing man like other people are enjoying it you're basically alienating a whole bunch of audiences by you going and it really does leave a bit of a sour taste like do I want to watch it? This is how you feel about all that. What does that say about my taste? That does does that make me lesser than? Because you think people who watch those movies like he that's it's yeah. there's no good press saying there's there's no good response saying that that's not smart at all. No, just it, hey, it's it's a different type of movie, and I don't direct those movies. What's your next question? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, okay, so. We all know that the internet is full of rumors and lies, right? Yes. Okay. Well, this week, multiple outlets were reporting that Pedro Pascal is confirmed yep. to play Reed Richards in the upcoming third iteration of the Fantastic Four. It's confirmed. To the best Chris. of my knowledge, it has still not been absolutely confirmed by Marvel. No, it's yep. definitely confirmed, Chris. Is it? Yeah. Didn't you see my tweet on this? 
Yes, I did. Which <laughs> which you're not a reliable source when you when you word things as you did. Um. <laughs> Pedro Pascal has officially been cast as Reed Richards for Fantastic Four film. Reportedly, maybe could be nothing's verified. Everything is guesswork. Perfect journalism. Because yep. I'd seen the same thing as you, and I was just like, these are big outlets that are. Well, and think back to just a couple of weeks ago. Remember how we were. Um, there was that that one Twitter account that had said that yes. um, Robert Downey Jr. and <laughs> coming, um, yeah, uh, what's the Scarlett Johansson back. were coming back. Yeah, dude, you, why did anybody say? Why would you even retweet that as a and according since then, to? They've said <clears throat> no, we're not aware of that. <laughs> yeah, I. It, what, but what that did is that got that account a ton more follows and clicks. Yeah. Uh, talking about Twitter, um, these are the media companies that have suspended advertising. <laughs> Disney, slightly, uh -huh. slight bigger one there. Apple, mm -hmm. that just mm -hmm. happened this week. Universal, Warner Brothers, mm -hmm. Paramount, uh, Lionsgate. Oh, you you didn't uh, you didn't hit on the biggest one. Oh, uh, who? Europe. The whole of Europe. The European <laughs> um, Economic Council, or whatever they're called, oh, yeah, bloody hell. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think. I wonder how long <clears throat> Twitch is actually going to last. I can't imagine long. <laughs> oh my goodness! So oh, um, so a couple of weeks ago we were supposed to have Dune Chapter Two Part Two. Yes. Yeah, we were meant to have seen. Um, it. Yeah. Then it got moved to the middle of March. Yeah. Hey, the the release date has been moved once again. Yeah. It is moving up, though. That is a positive. It's to March 1st now, 2024. Okay. I don't... Yeah. I don't I know. At you, this point, You I don't moved care. it two weeks. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. What right. does that matter? Thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> How's that? Breaking news, guys. <laughs> yeah. Woo! It's still three months... Four, five, four months away. So, so this hmm. is an interesting, and I, th I, th I think this is confirmed, but also could be just absolute crap. But Sony and Marvel Universe will reportedly merge together for Spider-Man 4. So Madam Web, Craven, Venom, all in Spider-Man, which makes sense because they are in the Spider-Man universe. But it just seems so disconnected because the Marvel Spider-Man has been almost like separate He's been more on Marvel's side, uh, yes. even though it's still a Sony IP. The aesthetic feelings of the Sony movies are very different feelings to what Marvel has got going for it. I saw the trailer for Craven recently. And I was like, mm, okay. Venom is, 3 is currently in production, so we're getting another one of those. And Madam Web, well, we all saw what that trailer looked like. So... <laughs> well and i saw i saw again this is the internet so who knows i'm not i'm not actually saying that this is what's happening but one one thing that i saw floating around is that spider-man 4 might also be another multiverse movie oh what no stop it with the multiverse yeah we need to get away from that completely yeah yeah so uh, um do you oh, want to feel ahead. old uh, sure <laughs> uh, do, you, do you remember the kid in Never Ending Story? Atreyu? 
Oh yeah, I saw with his horse. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fifty two. <laughs> I was like, he, what? He's not that much older than me, though, so it's okay. I don't feel uh, that old. All right, I'm okay. Cool. Yeah, we're okay there. <laughs> um, I ta- I'm going to take issue with this next uh, this next story, okay. and it's um, but I'm not disagreeing with it. Like, well, anyway, okay. Entertainment Weekly. Uh-huh. voted that The Haunting of Hill House was the best series in Netflix history. How? How is that yeah, tallied? I, I don't know. I like, I like, actually, I loved Haunting of Hill House. I yeah, thought it was, it was excellent. Yeah. Midnight Mass yeah. is spectacular, maybe better. Yeah. But Dark Exists. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Mike Flanagan, but Dark exists. You, you... So yes. I don't. I maybe don't... they need to do, do English. Sorry. Maybe that's what it is. O- yeah. Only in only in American. Yeah. In in Americanese, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not upset that, you know, Haunting of Hill House is very very popular because mm. I think it should be. That's wonderful. Yeah. But it's not the best series on Netflix. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think you slightly biased that when it comes to uh, Dark. No, I am completely and 100% biased. Um. <laughs> no. Uh, the, the world broke and we all cried and wondered if hell was actually freezing over this week when Snoop Dogg announced that he has quit smoking as in, you, you know, the, the weed. The weed. Yeah. yeah. What? 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 Who would he be without weed? <laughs> what would his conversation? What would his voice sound like? Would it change? Would he still I be cool? <laughs> uh, I wonder. Well, I wonder what that'll do to his personality after a while. Like, will he be? Will he be less laid back? I, I, I got the sense that he was always kind of a laid back dude, anyway. Yeah. I've, but yeah. I don't know. That yeah, that's interesting and. Weird. <laughs> uh, the best news this week yes, for me. Please, news, like a good news. Uh, James Cameron is finally releasing all his films that we've been waiting for to be in 4K. They're all coming out on physical media disc. Uh, but we're also so getting awesome. a one-time screening of The Abyss on the sixth of December, I think, around the world. I, hopefully, uh, to go and see that first time properly done and apparently he's putting some extras in it so oh really yeah so Th- that is such a phenomenal film love that film yeah love that film but we're getting it's still hor- we're getting true lies uh oh. titanic all of those in 4k uh there was another one. Oh, aliens yeah oh nice yeah yeah nice yeah i just i want i I'm going to have to see if The Abyss is playing around me. I've wanted True Lies and The Abyss on 4K forever. Like, that's the one I want. <laughs> True Lies. It's, it's been forever since I've seen it. But Love that movie I, so that was a That was like an all-the-time watch movie. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Nice. Cool. I don't have any more news. I don't yeah. either. No. Should okay, we talk about well, what we're looking forward to coming this week? Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, this is a... I don't know, maybe busy week. Yeah, fairly, fairly busy. busy. 
we've got an anime called My yeah. Damon, a Netflix series coming out on Thursday. My Damon? Which, like, yeah, as in, like, like kind of demon. like a take on Demon? D-A-E-M-O-N, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting animation style, so I'll see whether it actually works, mm. but I like the, the monsters in it, so that could be fun. Do you, do you have screeners? Have you started watching it? No. No? Okay. Uh, not crickets. No, nobody's talking oh. to me about this one, yeah. Hmm. Uh, we also uh, have more animation. Uh, yeah. Leo. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious. I mean, it's Adam Sandler. Mm. Um, and it's a family movie. So mm. he, which he does, he can do well. Mm. Uh, yeah. We'll just have to see. I don't know. I don't know much about it other than a, he's a lizard. Yeah. And <laughs> Bill Burr's, Burr's in it as well. Yes. Yeah. Is he the tortoise, so, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I am seeing on Tuesday night, I'm going to see uh, me and my family, um, Napoleon. Oh, nice. Is that actually I, coming out or is that like it, a screener? It No, we bought tickets. It's an early. Oh, it's an early screening. Like an early. Okay. Yeah, but but a paid screen. Like you, it's right. not like a press screening. I just oh, have so to pay for it. People at least, yeah. Yeah, and so it'll because it, it comes out on what the twenty third or the twenty second. I don't know. It comes it comes out very soon, so I'm not seeing it much earlier. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. But all of the reactions that I've seen to this are like there's some wonderful things in there. The visuals are outstanding. The story though kind of sucks, and I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's... I've heard the the same. I've even heard. People not really enjoying um, Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal of Napoleon. Of Napoleon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard the battle sequences are incredible, but yeah. the story is nah. Mm. Which is weird because when you think, uh, is it Ridley? Yeah. Yeah. When Ridley does Gladiator or Kingdom of Heaven, you know, you there's a certain quality that comes with that sort of period piece that he does. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm curious at what. Like, I don't know, I haven't read, other than the the ones trailer that's been out, I haven't seen any other trailers, I haven't um, I haven't read up on the movie or anything like that, because I wanted to go in as, as mostly blind as I can. Like, and right. I didn't even, you know, when I saw people's reactions, like, I didn't even click into those, because hmm. I didn't want to have it biased positively or negatively. So we'll see. I mean, I just, and I don't know why somebody would say that the story's kind of meh. You know, yeah, but um, there must be a reason. But it's not. I, I've seen a few people say that, so it's. Hmm. Hmm. There is a Swedish, I believe it is, a uh, limited series coming out on Friday the twenty fourth, okay. called "A Nearly Normal Family." It's coming right. out on Netflix. I've started watching it. Okay. And I am intrigued. Okay. It's um yeah, thriller mystery type of. So we'll see. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think there's more on Netflix as well that I wanted there to is. see. There uh, is. There's Last Call for Istanbul, right. which is, is that a series? Nope, that's a movie coming out on Friday the 24th as well. Right. Um, I Don't Expect Anyone to Believe Me is on the 22nd. It's another movie. Right. There's uh, My Demon series coming out on Friday. Wait, that's different than the other one that you yeah, no. the... yeah, this is a Korean comedy 
series. <laughs> really? Li- live action. Yeah. My demon. Huh. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's another thing on Netflix again. Wow. I mean, we're not shills for Netflix, but, uh, called stamped from the beginning. I believe it's a, uh, documentary. Okay. It comes out on Monday, the 20th. Right. So that's, and um, what you probably go- won't be watching, but I will be is squid game. The challenge. Oh, you know what was well, funny? We were sitting on the couch last night. My wife, we had been watching Netflix mm. and it was now on the screensaver where it just shows, you know, the things that are coming or whatever. And she was like, hey, did you see that? And I was <laughs> like, what? And then it came, you know, a few minutes later, it came back around and it was Squid Game. And I, and I was like, oh, no, that, that's the reality show. No, I'm not watching that at all. <laughs> like I said, you won't be watching it. <laughs> No, no. Uh, there is a, let's see here. Um, is it a movie? A film called Elena Knows on Netflix as well. It's Argentinian. Oh. That comes out on the, golly, the 24th, Friday. There are a lot of things coming out on Friday. Fr- on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can I have to choose what you want to watch? Wait, so, okay, wait. I need to go back to this because I'm very confused. So there's My Damon. Yeah. Which is on the 23rd, which is an anime. Yeah. And there's one on the Thursday and there's one on Friday called My Demon, <laughs> which is a Korean. <laughs> so, I'm so confused. <laughs> okay. That is. You're right, Chris. <laughs> no, no. My brain is breaking here. Um, Okay, well, because I didn't, I have not, how did you even find out about my demon? I can't even see that on there. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, <clears throat> funny enough, I don't know of anything, oh no, the Velveteen Rabbit comes out on uh, Apple this All week. Right. that's finally coming out, is it? Yeah. Nice. I, um. Did you watch it? I, I haven't, and I don't know if I'm going to. Hmm. Um, it's, I think it's both live action and in animation. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. And, and not that that's bad. Hmm. Uh, it's just, it, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't, it didn't entice me, you know, right. especially when I have so many things that I'm watching this week already or whatever that it, I'm having to make a little bit of choices hmm. on, you know, just time. Yeah. But uh, is there anything else that you, there's gotta be more, right? I feel like there's um, more. There's, oh, they're on Apple. Mm. There is a, uh, Hannah Waddingham home for Christmas. Oh, that's, um, yeah, that's on Tuesday. Uh, is that Tuesday? The 22nd. What's the 20th? Yeah. Nope. Wednesday. Wednesday. So if you need a Christmas thing, if that's going to make you mad because it's not, it's, <laughs> it's not December, <laughs> um, then, you know. I mean, your uh, tree is up, isn't it? Oh, it's been up since, uh, n- November 1st. So. Ish. No, the third, <laughs> I think we put it up that weekend. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, um, it, it makes us happy. We've not totally decorated yet, but the tree mm. is up with some ribbon on it. Uh, we put a tree in our bedroom also. 
little tree right. so that was nice too yeah it just it, it makes everything just kind of feel a little more festive uh i think this weekend we're going to start to pull out more decorations and um, nice yeah uh anything on um hulu or anything that's I mean, coming out i don't there's some stuff that we've missed that are fairly big titles like the crown came out with the four episodes i didn't get to that but if you it, it didn't even come up as suggested in my titles which was interesting especially as i'm in the based in the uk so it's a bit weird but they've started their final season they split it into two uh the first four episodes are out for that uh which is i still find weird um oh prime video on you can that's weird uh salt burn Oh, it's what it's. I was looking on Amazon's site, and it um. It's highly recommended. I think on the loads of people. Yeah, it was weird. Like I when I looked it up on Amazon's site, it's talking about how it's coming to Prime Video November seventeenth, like select theaters, and then November twenty second. But it says coming to Prime Video, not just coming to theaters. Yeah, it's been. Which I'm looking forward to seeing this. Theaters here for the last week. Really? Uh, yeah, I just haven't had the chance to go and see it. It's like one I think I'll watch it uh, on digital, not one I'll go to the cinema for. Okay. It's got, um, it's directed by Emerald Fennell, or Fennell. I don't know how you say her last name. Um, she's the one that did, um, oh, crap. Um, what was her name? Um, Promising Young Woman. Oh, <laughs> nice. So she was also in Barbie. She was one of the Barbie, or she was Midge <laughs> in, Bar- in nice. Barbie. But yeah, she... Um... <sighs> There's a uh, series that's currently running on Disney through Stars, which I, which I guess is on Hulu then you can check it's called Vigilante it's a Korean series they're up to episode 4 so they're releasing weekly so King Joyong who loses his mother to a local gangster as a child begins punishing criminals who evade the law meanwhile reporter Troy Moyer notices someone seeking justice and is the first to refer to him as the vig- the Vigilante so uh, I've seen the first episode it's really good so far yeah. See, I'm gonna. I'm looking on Hulu right now to see if um, it's on there. Because usually when it's on uh, Disney Stop. Plus for you guys, yeah, or, it's yeah, yeah, it's on. Uh, so the first four episodes, yeah, are are Same out right us. now. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Did you, but did you like the first episode? It did a lot. It's very okay. good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just added that to my list. Cool. Nice. All right. All right. Well, that's that's everything for me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, everything for me as well. Hey, we thank you for sticking around with us. Um, Hopefully you were entertained. Are you not entertained? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Apparently not with Napoleon. 
<laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> well, uh, we thank you again. Uh, don't forget, head over to YouTube, like, share, subscribe. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, me, Chris, Movies and Munchies. Uh, we have our Patreon opportunity at patreon.com slash ones. One pound gets you in. That's like a dollar. 30, I think, depending on the exchange rate at the time, but Mm -hmm. it's about it. Uh, Gets you access to 75-ish videos so far with new ones being added each time, each week. Uh, We... What am I trying to say? Oh, yeah, because of where you're listening. If you could rate and review us on uh, <laughs> on the podcast, whatever podcast platform you have, mm. um, that would be outstanding. We... We'll be back again next week with a whole new thing of the best thing we watched, as well as some of the worst things we watched and just general nonsense altogether. Thanks again for watching, and we will take... No, you weren't watching. Thanks again for listening, because this is on audio, right? I know, Ruben. You but can't see it, but Ruben see. <clears throat> yes, on Patreon, you get the full video, and so Ruben is <laughs> shaking his head at me because I'm just dumb, but... Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Take care. (laughs) Wow. This is dumb. This is great.